Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the X-Men line. I'm your main, primary, prime arc host, Nick, accompanied by this fucking regular human. We're so we're doing that. This is just a thing we're doing now. Where yeah. before you refused to call me your your co-host. Yeah. Now you refuse to even call me a human. No, no, you're just a human. I call myself oh. Primark. It's a oh, Warhammer dude. reference. Thanks. Oh, well, you got yourself super excited again and blew out your microphone. So That's congratulations. Cool. My name's Josh. The voice that you just heard grumbling in your ear. That's that's the biggest nerd in all the land. That's that's Nick. So now you got our voices straight. What's going on here today, man? How are you living? We have so much to cover today. Borderline too much. Today, we're going to cover all this big news of about 15 billion new X-Men comics. We're oh, going to talk about three issues of X-Men, issue 18, 19, and 20. And then we're going to cover some truly fantastic episodes of X-Men the Animated Series. Fantastic for multiple reasons. Some good, some bad. Yeah, they were... Uh, I- I can't wait to hear. I don't. Th- I don't feel very fantastic about them. So oh, I uh, feel fantastic, especially about the second one. Uh, so let's get right into it. We had a lot of stuff happen at MegaCon. I was not there. Um, it wasn't too far from me, though. You know, uh, see, when I came, when I came with news, I went to the source. I used my credentials. <laughs> I logged into the Zoom. What do you do? You just fucking stalk around Twitter. Stealing other people's shit. <laughs> yeah. So you we just, had a bunch ooh, of look, look at me, Josh. I fucking followed a hashtag this weekend. I know what's up now. <laughs> I posted a screenshot of our logo and told people to follow it. <laughs> it works sometimes. We get some likes, some new likes. Yeah, man. It's so, the likes that keep us alive. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the fall of X, which is what happens after Sins of Sinister Dominion, I think the last one's called. Yes. <clears throat> so let's go over this real quick. There's a lot of issues in the fall of X. A lot of um a lot of side stories. Oh. Um so first of all, we have regular X-Men. We have Astonishing Iceman, which Oh, I think I might have seen this list. Yes, go on. Yeah. We have Wolverine, of course. We have Children of the Vault. So something's gonna happen finally with them. Yeah. And and I and I think the seeds of that are in the books we're <laughs> the books we're yes. covering today. Um we have Invincible Iron Man, which raises a I lot don't of want questions. that. Well, I saw I, that. Wait, no, I, I will cover this. that because I already get Invincible Iron Man. I don't want it. It's also by uh uh Jerry Duggan. All right. I mean, yeah. congratulations, but I don't I don't currently even own a single Iron Man comic book. Really? Yeah. That fraction run is fantastic. I never have cared. Like, the only time I've ever remotely cared is the movies. And even those, not even in my favorite. <laughs> I wasn't as sad as everybody when Tony died. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Spoiler alert, by the way. <clears throat> well, um, sorry. Well... I think uh, there's plenty of good Iron Man runs. Matt Fraction run is a classic. That, I'm not saying there aren't. I, if, I get if you like Iron Man, I'm not saying you're stupid. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not. It's not. For I didn't me. say you said I was stupid. Now I feel like you are calling me stupid. No, anyway. listen, just just because you like Iron Man doesn't mean you're a big old dummy. Right? 
Uh, then we have Dark X-Men. Now, the last time we had the Dark X-Men book or label was during Norman Osborn's control of the country or in control, he was in control of S.H.I.E.L.D., but he made a secret X-Men group while the X-Men were still in Utopia, their first island nation, but it was more like a island. Like, it was a small island with a giant mansion building, whatever. Yes. Um, and that group was weird. That group, if I remember correctly, was Dark Beast, Namor. Uh-huh. Uh, Dakin, Emma Frost, and someone I'm forgetting. Yeah, a shapeshifter. I just don't remember. I, I think the first name you mentioned might be uh, at play. Yeah, true. Where the fuck did that thing come from? Sorry, listeners. A bug is flying in my house. <laughs> uh, we also have Uncanny Avengers. This one I know a little bit about. Uh, um, yeah, I'll read this one. Rogue's gonna be in it. You know, I gotta be there for Rogue. Yeah. Well, Rogue was a big part of the first Uncanny. No, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, it's a fantastic read from Rick Remander uh, for the first Uncanny Avengers. And this one seems that something's going to happen. All this is going to get kicked off at the Hellfire Gala this year. Yeah, that's what I remember hearing, too. Is So the, this is that list that came out with that that um, that Brian Hitch art, right? Yes. Can I can I can I get a hot take on a mic real quick? Go for it. I have always thought that that his art is really bad. It's funny you say that. I don't agree, but it's funny you say that because lately I'm getting these hot takes about different famous artists. Like my girlfriend, she does not like um, James uh, Romita Jr. John Romita Jr., sorry. Okay. Um, she's, like, she's reading the current Spider-Man book, and mm-hmm. she's like, this is a good story, but I hate this art. And I can- I'm like... This is classic. Like this is I, such a legendary artist. It, truly, and and I and I do like I do like John Romita Jr. and I like John Romita. Um, but I I have heard that hot take before. Like I yeah. I've heard I've heard people be like, it's not for and and I'll be honest. I I I'm reading some early X Men again, and you know he does a lot of early X or like seventies esque. Eight no, he does more in the eighties X Men, and it's crazy. Like his style has changed so much. Like the yeah. style he has had in his spider, his late, his later years, like two thousands to now Spider-Man runs. The art is so different from like, and I like both of them, but the new, like his newish, his Spider-Man style, what he's doing right now in that book, it feels so like it's the same. It's like, it's, it doesn't work for me as much either. It, it's something it I used to like it. I yeah. when he first came on Spider Man back in like what fucking like I don't know like oh five or some shit like that. Yeah, with um Krasinski. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I dug it. I I I really loved it back then. But now it's not. It's not doing something for me as much. It really depends because let's say Brian Hitch. Like I feel like I've read. Stuff I want you. To, are you? Do you have that photo in front of you? There? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I want you to look at Charles Xavier and then and then and then come tell me about what a good artist is. <laughs> yes, his head does look weird. Um, no, but I, I feel like depends unless, what unless that's supposed to be Reed Richards, maybe Reed Richards went bald, but that stretchy <laughs> motherfucker I think is supposed to be Charles Xavier. I feel it just depends on what the project is. Like I think uh, John Romita Jr.'s work on the last. Rick Remander run of Captain America was fantastic or kick-ass the first kick-ass story fantastic but not working great for me right now with Spider-Man same with Brian Hitch he's done stuff in Justice League that I did not like at all but then the authority really good that's true 
Mm-hmm. And I like his art in um, Ultimate Avengers too, the Ultimate whatever. Yeah, I didn't care for it. <laughs> so then next up we have. Sorry, I lost my list. Sorry, I went off on a tangent. I'm sorry. No, that's good. What this show is for tangents. Um, then we have, from what I understand, is what's replacing the current Captain Britain book. It's going to be Realm of X. Man, they just keep fucking they replacing keep that goddamn it. book. They just keep changing it. But then we have a book they just refuse to change. Who knew X-Force would be the, the longest running book of this whole fucking thing? And Wolverine. And Wolverine, yeah, true. But I think X-Force is, is a little longer. It came out a little I think before. we're in the minority, man. I think I we're really some of the so. only people who do not like the X-Force stuff we were reading. Guys, when the trade editions, like the, the double trade collections come out, I am planning on getting it at the beginning of May, and we will catch up. Because my uh, local comic book store owner said the exact same thing, that X-Force and Wolverine are still some of the best sellers of all the stuff. Of so, all time. All of time. any comic that's ever existed. I can't believe it. So then we still have X-Men Red, which is fantastic. Then we're getting an Alpha Flight book. I feel weird about that because I, I've never given a fuck about Alpha Flight. I cannot tell you. You want to hear something fucking crazy? Speaking yeah. just as crazy as I don't own any Iron Man, I own a fuck ton of 80s Alpha Flight. <laughs> I don't remember ever really liking Alpha Flight. <laughs> <laughs> but I have in it like at least two to three years worth of 80s alpha flight run comics random yeah, yeah I, just, I just never cared i don't know they were fine i, they I think they might have weird... been parts of like just bundles i would buy or some yeah. shit when i was a kid they would just came off like a weird side team that was never as good as any of the other teams no they it was weird and they just kept like trying to like put wolverine over there so people would care about them yeah and don't get me wrong, canadian, know, canadian. Al- alpha flight has its fans and yeah. from the Alpha Flight I've read, I, I don't dislike it. I'm just, it's never like, I don't know. I never felt like super strong about it. Uh, then we have, we still have Immortal X-Men, which That's is really good. good. That's good. Uh, then we have the most curious one, I think. Curious. Uncanny Spider-Man. What in the fuck? Here's what I think. I have to catch up on Spider-Man. I haven't Here's read, what uh, I think. I have to uh, catch up on Spider-Man too. They already laid the groundwork because they in Dark Web. I think I think fucking they're going to fucking make Spider-Man a mutant. That would be insane. I think it's going to happen. I I just have this feeling in my heart that I don't know. They're building going. toward cuz here this is great. I, I saw this theory online and I can't I can't remember where I said it where I saw it and ever since I read it I, I just uh, all these fucking like everything I read I'm like oh shit yeah that makes sense now <laughs> um, in Nightcrawler's part one or two I don't remember there's been two Nightcrawlers in Nightcrawler's Mr. Sinister is making clones making clone Chimera up using Nightcrawler and crossing it with other other mutants one of those Nightcrawlers is a fucking Peter Parker one. Oh, shit. You are right. I know. I wasn't, again, read it on Twitter. Yeah, but the rest of them are combinations of mutants. And he's the only one. Holy shit. I think Spider-Man is going to be a mutant. Listen, I know I saw it on Twitter first, but if this happens, you all heard it here first, okay? That's true. Unless another podcast said it that you listened to first. But when you really think about it, let's just say we recorded it first. 
Yeah, we're recording this. This on is uh, March, 2022. We're, sh- sh- we're recording this on January 5th, <laughs> 2021. <laughs> Full theory. I want like, to add like old timey, like talking, yeah, like, but also like, old timey radio. We we never we forgot to mention it because of you know the next day things got really crazy. But we recorded this on January fifth, twenty twenty one. Then we have I don't know if this is a one shot or if it's a series. Uh, the Heralds of Apocalypse. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I don't know. That might be like a mini series or something. Because I know there's uh, well, one. I I know Apocalypse coming back. They they mentioned that, but there was like some other book I saw coming out with a, with an apocalypse thing. And then we Great see story, that, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's go over it. Um, then we see that Kitty's joining the X Men, and now she's gonna be a ninja again. She's going back to being a ninja, and she's she going tired of being a pirate. And she's going by fucking Shadow Cat again. Being a pirate gets old sometimes, and I don't see on this list, but I'm pretty sure they also announced a book called The Four Sinisters. Oh, I feel like I saw that too. Yeah, then you have that, and then yesterday they announced separately from this fall of X that they're going back to the Days of Future Past universe. No, that, yeah, I. What did I text you? Go read my text. <laughs> I said enough with this shit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, I don't truly. I, don't, I mean, hey, I'm not picking good. it up. I'm not doing no? it. I might no. wait for the trade. I'll catch it on Marvel Unlimited. Because I'm not the biggest fan of the writer. I think it was Mark Guggenheim, I want to say. I don't dislike him. Hit and miss. Very hit exactly. and miss. Very exactly. average. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like if Hickman said, he, I'm doing a Days of Future Past continuation, I'd be um, like, fuck yes. Let's go I, see what's happening. I know? would need to see a doctor for the erection that I've had since you're talking about But kind of to me, a mid-tier writer doing Yeah, that, and he had some good X-Men movie. stuff. I will say that. Like... Yeah. But he's also had some really bad X-Men stuff. Exactly. So yeah, that's a lot of stuff coming that's out. That's a lot of future. books, man. But I'm we assuming do... that means a lot of the stuff we're reading now gets canceled or you finishes. Gotta, you fucking gotta hope. You gotta like, fucking hope. Listeners, My I'll bank say account's right now, gotta hope. We're not reading all of them. <laughs> I'm just gonna no. make that really clear right now. We're no. not gonna read all of them. And, uh, we'll make it the first issue. Honestly, we're like. saying this mainly to ourselves. Yes. 100%. Yes. It's our way of telling ourselves that we don't have to read them all. Like, I don't know why Astonishing Iceman's going to matter. If it seems like it does, we'll see. Here's the thing. I, I probably, I like Iceman, so I'm going to pick up an Iceman. His last solo series, I, I gave a shot. I didn't care for it, but it was also a different Iceman. It was a younger, whatever. Time oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah, yeah. So but I like what all... they're doing now. I like, I like yeah. fucking Omega Iceman. <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool. Oh, yes. We will talk about some cool shit he does this week. <laughs> I, I um, love it. I love that he's just like conveniently the mo- super powerful with ice. It's like he realizes Omega and he's like, oh, shit, I can do everything I want now. He's, I'm a god. <laughs> he it perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So we are going to start off with X-Men number 18. This is mainly about. Um, now I can't say the name. Sync. Sync. And the original Laura, formerly Wolverine, they thought she was dead. Now she's back. And I do like that this issue starts off with the council talking to Beast about this. Well, mainly Emma and Beast and Jean. But talking about this and kind of being like, 
You don't think it's a little convenient? And like, I didn't even think of that. Like, I didn't personally think it's a little too convenient. I was just happy for Sync. But I do like that Beast is like, this is a little too good to be true. And we'll get yeah. more into that eventually. But I do like the opening. You see, like, they're in love. They're happy to be together. But, like, behind the scenes, people are already questioning this because, like, they did have thousands of years if they wanted to perfect a fake uh, Laura. They just can. And I'm now I'm like dreading that reveal. Yeah. I, I don't want I I really want Beast to be wrong. <laughs> yes. Um, so we kick off with Sink and Laura just flying through the city because Sink but, is using- oh, I will oh, say real quick though, yeah. before to finish that thought. I want Beast to be wrong, but given that list you just read and that there's a children of the vault title coming out, I don't think Beast is wrong. <laughs> At the very least, I could see them doing like a she doesn't like a, a sleeper agent kind of situation. Yeah, I and one hundred percent. If they're going to do it, please do it that way. Yeah, that's please, fine. Please don't hurt Sink. Please, he's been through so much. Oh my god, I'm just like now theorizing. What if like there's a big reveal and like she already became their leader or something? Oh man, something fucked up like that. I don't know. Anyway, so they're flying around, and because original Laura wants to go see the current one, the current Wolverine Laura. And she already smells her when she's on her way. And I yeah. do like, she's like, you're not even surprised. It's like, there's a lot of us running around. She's like, dude, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? We are clones of one another. Like, what? And she did. She said like, the first thing I asked was you didn't see a body. Yeah. Kind of knew since then it was coming. Anyway, casually she and Jubilee and boom, boom are fighting vampires. Yeah, so there was a there's a mini series I have it and I haven't read it yet called mm. Exterminators. Uh, so and and, there, and it's happening in that book. There, uh, what's her name? Leah Williams wrote it. So they're having a good time. I do like how Sync psychically makes a little Wolverine mask for older Laura. Yeah, that's pretty cute. Um, so right now it's also very important that Sync is using gene's power right now and he will only be using gene's power (laughs) for the foreseeable future basically yes so while they're going in the tunnels we have trying to see where the other story is can i ask you one quick question go for it yeah about laura kinney's powers (laughs) yes um oh yes does does she have like lady death strike power like does she have like sharp fingers that like almost like t1000 like powers oh not that i know of. Is that a when frame she in here? pops when she pops jubilee's bubble look at the art oh yeah well i think it's supposed to be like it was so fast <laughs> and that's what i'm hoping but like I, I i have all these like fucking suspicions in my head now because of beast ah uh, yeah so then we cut to the rest of the x-men team saving orcus members that's what i was trying to remember what happened uh, oh, yes, they were yes. saving orcus members from a, a breach in their hull and basically are like hey just remember mutant saved you just so you know you know no biggie you know next time you want to fuck with us just remember we still went there to save you yeah and at one point cyclops is like so can i ask what y'all are working on and one of them goes don't say anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> So then we go back to the sewer and uh, both Laura said, we're going to go alone because we need to talk. 
So they have a little talk while they're killing very hairy vampires. It appears that way, yes. Yes. So I was this was kind of a, a little bit of an interesting conversation. First, it was kind of like, oh, you still have antimantium claws. How'd that work? It's a long story, man. Proteus likes to talk a lot, but then he'll go off on a different trail. So I don't know, but I have these claws now. It's fine. But she basically asks, like, hey, or doesn't ask. She tells her, I'm still Wolverine, by the way. That's my shit. And she's like, I've been Wolverine way too long. It's fine. I don't need to worry about this anymore. But then she says, I do want to stay away from you. Like, we're not family. We're not friends. Like, we are separate. And then that was another fucking red flag for me. I know. That got me a little worried. I'm like, wait a minute. What if she wants to stay away because she might catch her not being her? But can I? But on the other side, let me ask you if you were in older Laura Kinney's place, would you really want to be hanging out with like you? Younger you? Like, well, what, yeah, what you wait, view wait. as a younger you now? Isn't the current one already doing that with Honey Badger? That's I literally guess. what's happening. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to being so, suspicious. Yeah, a little suspicious. So after that adventure's done, Sink's like, hey, we're going to fly away literally and go bang in a treehouse. And mm. in the meantime, Gene kind of gives Beast some shit saying, listen, you're always overthinking. You're always thinking of the worst. I scanned her brain. If she can get past my scanning and she spent hundreds of years with Sync and Sync says it's her, it's her. I, yeah, does she? I, I don't. I don't remember her saying that she scanned her, but yeah, maybe. I, she implies that she scanned her like she checked her. Somewhere in here. Yeah, she yeah, she goes, I'm clearing her. And even if she could fool me, could she fool Sync? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. But then I'm like. Well, yeah, she's had thousands of years to get ready. Yeah. She honestly could. (laughs) Yeah. And in the children of the vault, like thing, they're made to fuck you over. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're, they're crazy. But also beast also asks her like, so you, you save some Orcus members. You, you really think that's the right fucking call? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't. That's another reason I do want to go check out what's happening. X-Force because everyone keeps referencing how bad beast is getting in X-Force. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's he he does raise a very good point both ways here. Like, it's the truest really? form of X Men. You have to help the people that fear I, and I, hate you. I'm, hey, I didn't say I was on B side. I just said oh, no, 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 a good yeah. question. That's all. But I think it's showing that he's lost his way of being a true X Men. Yeah, he's not an X Man anymore, dude. He's yeah. a fucking X Forcer. <laughs> he's doing some uh, other shit right now. Um, and then the issue has a great ending with a message from Crosshair, basically apologizing that he'll never see his kids again. Corsairs. And then we get a nice one shot, one page of a brood inside his belly with a bunch of other brood hanging around him. It's a really nice uh, little splash page. It's fucking scary shit. Like, I kind of want that without the text to have a background because it's just fucking weird. It's, gr- it's gruesome. And that kicks off a really fun brood story. So yeah. I give this book four x's i'm gonna join you in giving it four x's um always always a sucker for a good brood story so ending it with corsair it, it was a fucking corsair, like, sorry i in crosshair it's uh was was fucking cool um and yeah it it was a fun story like the the two the two lauras interacting and 
Yeah, just that suspicion that gnaws at you throughout the book. It's like, damn, you got you got your hooks in me, beast. One theme I will say for these all three of these issues and the two for me, the two episodes we're gonna watch of the animated series, they're just fun. They're just fun <laughs> X-Men team stories. And that's what X-Men has been really since yeah J- uh Duggan's been on it, really. And and I mean that in the best way possible. Definitely. Sometimes you just need a fun team story with bits of intrigue. Yeah, and I mean they move they have a continuing story through. They had their moving plot along. They're they're important books, but they're also just like real quick battle books and you're in your out, you're in your out. Some people, especially older comic book fans, we get a little jaded and forget that not everything has to be watchmen, you know? Some things can just be fun. You can be innovative and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of the best issues I remember as a kid were also the funnest ones. They didn't get yeah. super deep. Not everything has to be subversive and super deep. It can be good writing and a good comic because it's fun. Anyway. Yeah. They are comics. And they're yeah. fucking superhero comics at the end of the day. <laughs> so, yeah, that brings us to issue 19 and the beginning of a pretty badass brood story here. Yep. So we open with Forge and Monet. Gotta love a good Monet appearance. With uh, Prodigy and Sage. And I don't know what the fuck is happening here. (laughs) And I missed something clearly somewhere. But Forge is like, so nowhere fell into a black hole, as we all know. I'm like, okay, I I guess I was supposed to. Probably happening Guardians or Captain Marvel. I was like, okay, yeah, you caught me, Forge. I knew that. And he's like, but but before it did, I put a Krakoan gate on it. And so I want to go through this gate and see where it's at. It's still the gate's still active. I want to see what where the other black hole is. And and I, you know, as the two smartest people here, I want your approval. And they were like, no, this is a bad idea. He's like, Forge is like, cool, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, why did you waste our time? Yeah. Why did you call? He does that. Yep, that's what he does. It's um, very much like the beginning of a Star Trek episode. Like, we have to right? investigate this weird thing, and it's like, all right, go got, for it, I guess. Just gotta do this thing. Forge is very much as like, uh, there's something I don't know, and I want to know it. <laughs> and so, um, shit, there was a point I was going to make about before he went over there as well, but in, anyway, it probably come back to me. Oh, yeah, that's... So, at one point, Sage is like, wait, didn't... Nowhere fell into that black hole before we even had Gates. What what are you talking about? And he's like, ah, oh, fuck you caught me. So I teamed up with cable. We went back in time. <laughs> I put one on there, came back, you know, time travel shit, which <laughs> definitely shouldn't be using that time travel for that. And cable just like, sure. Sounds cool. <laughs> this must he does been, it all the time, <laughs> but also this must've been like young cable. Then like if Krakoa, if Krakoa hadn't been there, but it doesn't really look like young cable in the drawing they have. Well, no, so. it's time travel. You can just could be any cable. Another. Yeah, it could be any cable. Could be any cable. But anyway, so that's that's how that's how that thing works. So they just go through and they go through this trippy fucking journey through like the black the inside of the black hole and it like messes with both their brains. They see like some crazy shit. Yeah, were these hints of something? Or references that we don't know. Because like I, mean, I have a pretty good understanding of the cosmic side of Marvel. And I feel like I should understand these references, but I just don't. Well, the the dwarf one, I think, might be like... Asgard? Asgard, yeah. Because they've alluded to Asgard a, a few times in these X-Men books these days. Yes. So that could be that. 
but the red they i if anything i'm thinking they're glimpses of like the a future or something that maybe they'll make sense later if they want to otherwise like the screaming the the yelling woman on the asteroid feels so familiar i don't know what exactly it's from yeah it doesn't really seem that familiar to me but yeah anyway so they're off on their little magical trip um meanwhile high as fuck they, they are they got fucking baked and so meanwhile the other x-men they uh they get the they got the distress call from corsair don't you don't have to worry about any of that and you don't have to worry about how they got that or no. when they got there they but they track the signal and they're there and <laughs> and they know the brood is there because that's what he told them and they're there to kick some brood fucking ass and it's uh it's all the x-men we don't need to go through the team uh, they also have a data page where they remind us that Brood is supposed Brew is supposed to be in charge of the Brood. So why are these Brood attacking all this planet? They're attacking this planet. They like they've infested Corsair and a bunch of others. What is happening? Um, so Gene and Ileana are like, well, we gotta go find Brew and, and talk to this motherfucker and see what's <laughs> up. And so Gene ha- has herself a quick telepathic conference call with Emma and Psylocke and and so uh, efficient. Dude, they are just firing at all cylinders with telepathy these days. It's like, ladies, all right, let's find this guy. We found him. Cool. Thank you, ladies. Bye. Like, just a phone Damn. call, a mental phone call. I think in the previous issue, too, Emma even says, like, we, we ladies have to stick together. Oh, yeah, yeah, when they're talking. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, the Cuckoos uh, find that uh, Bruce hanging out on Araco. And so off they go. Uh. Our boys sink in in uh so Cyclops in the venture they're on Cyclops what's she going by Talon now uh Laura um yes I don't know what that's a reference to though I don't know what it's a reference to but maybe it's from her book it's something in reference to her old girl original book maybe could I be, look but she's up. she's going by Talon now so she and Sink and Cyclops are going to find Corsair. Uh, naturally it's a setup and all and there's a bunch of brew there to attack them and then they fight them off they find corsair and then fucking uh old laura and old sink they do some field they do some field medic work okay i have one complaint of this issue i don't know if it's i think it's mainly this issue compared to the next one but one too many times of like we spent a hundred years together we know how to do this all right we get it you have experience to each other i, I i'm with you but like one you mention ha- would have been fine i one per book is fine yeah a couple times in a book yeah <laughs> a couple times in one book is much but like i get doing it from book to book because you might have picked up a new reader who you're giving context clues to you know what i mean sure. but like you don't have to do it more than once in one book. Come on now. So so anyway, in that thousands of years they spent together, uh, one thing they learned how to do was fucking surgery, apparently. And so uh, using genes, telepathy, and uh, telekinetic powers, Sync uh, gives some anesthesia to Corsair and Mental like anesthesia. and like pumps his heart for him. Yeah. And, and, and fucking so he's dead <laughs> and fucking uh wolverine or talon over here slices this thing open and fucking kills this baby brood growing inside of him and as they escape now sink still using all of jean gray's powers by the way yeah and um 
I believe he's using somebody else's nearby powers. Either way, he's just using Gene. Like, okay, yeah, he's still synced up with Gene, and Cyclops is trying to get him to sync up with somebody else. Right, that's this book, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. Um, Cyclops is trying to get him to sync up with with magic, I believe, and uh, Laura's like, he can't do that because he'll he'll grow he'll grow old. (laughs) He he grows old every time he does that now. And everyone's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. Like, hey, thanks. You know, the television now. I was trying to keep down a down low. She's like, yeah, he's he's dying every time he fucking does it. But yeah, sure. Let's, let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> and so but he's using her powers to keep Corsair alive as they run through a hallway fighting a bunch of fucking brood. And yeah, cause Scott wanted him to make uh, limbo discs, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. And so when they get outside. That uh, they seek shelter in an ice dome that Iceman creates, and they um, they're with the Corsairs. They're whispering like it was a trap. It's amazing that we even survived, and that's where last we leave those folk, just yes. in this ice dome, surrounded by brood. They can't get to the to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Take off. Um, and so now we catch back up with uh with Forge and Monet. They made it to nowhere. They're done with their their trip now, and they both feel a little weird. And then they come across two bodies that look remarkably familiar because it's them, but they're not dead. They're in like some kind of stasis, and maybe they're projecting themselves. Maybe their consciousness is is that wasn't really explained. Well. I'm not really sure what's happening there. Because at first I was like, oh, it's like a timey wimey thing. Like that's their dead body. Not that's what happened. I thought at first too, but then it was like, no, that is us currently, but we are just like pre- our consciousnesses right now. Like, yeah, uh, it was a weird uh, whatever. But anyways, it ends with a big splash page of the black hole they're inside of, inside of the celestial's head that is nowhere. Well, also nowhere is like a fully, it's like a fresh nowhere. It's not nowhere is usually like the 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 skull. Oh, the you're right. It's skull. activated. You're right. It's activated. Yeah, this activated. is like. The decapitation just happened. So I'm wondering if, like, they're in the universe, the original universe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. I gave gave this one. one, What do you give it? Did the review. So I give the X's first. Thank you very much. (laughs) I gave it four X's. How about you, good sir? I also give it four X's. Ain't that fucking something? It's good. It's good shit. All right, next up, we have X-Men issue 20. Yes, we do. Things get crack-a-lacking in this brood confrontation, y'all. So I'm opening the book, everybody, so I'm trying to kill for time. Anyway, all right. Uh, we're uh, we're on Araco. Magic and uh, Gene have found uh, Brew. He's he's slumbering on a beach in, in a hammock, as one does. And uh, they, they, they ask him, hey, man. You still in control of the brood or what? He's like, yeah, of course. Watch, watch it. I'm gonna make him do the thriller dance. Oh Fuck. my god, this was amazing. Ileana loses her goddamn mind. I loved it. You just and see she her dancing. She can't stop dancing now. <laughs> it's it. not implied that any music is playing. By the way, no, no. She's just now joining in. She's just dancing, and I you you got to assume singing. Yeah, herself. But all the meanwhile, Brew is like yawning and and and. Like acting like he's he can barely stay the fuck awake. Gene's like, "What the fuck's going on with you, man? I'm I, I'm gonna give you a side scan." 
He's like, what if I don't want you to? She's like, I, I, I wasn't asking, Brew. That was very interesting because Brew is the leader of an entire species now. Jean I Grey didn't like him doing that. When, when I when I tell you that my girl Jean Grey don't give a fucks, she does not. No, zero fucks. Yeah, she gives zero fucks. All right, you you got to believe me. So we catch back up with with the X Men in their brood confrontation. They're out. They're out of their ice dome now, and in a full on fight. And there's locals on the planet that are running. They found a, a, they they made it to their jet, but it's in bad. It's in pretty bad shape right now. Um, fucking Iceman is out there beating the shit out of some fucking brood. He's telling everybody to get in the in the jet, get everybody to safety. Don't worry about him. Close the door. He'll be there. Okay. Before you continue, um. I don't know if it was this issue or the one before, but I think Cyclops and Iceman both did something like we should have fucking took care of this a long time ago. Like yes. we should have a li- like they were very almost like I'm a god Gen- and I'm saying this needs to end now. They were very much like I want to genocide the brood. Yes, and I'm like, Ooh. and again, like we that's three characters in the span of two issues that kind of are teetering that. We're but not Cyclops, we're Cyclops was part of the fucking mission that literally just saved Orcus people, though. Like, yes, I think it's because Cyclops doesn't view them as anything but like kill, like killing. Which is fair. Like, it's true. I and I and I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I I don't I don't think Scott is teetering that much. It worried me I more. Do when think Iceman is Iceman. very much. I'm a god. Yes, it it scared me a little more when Iceman was just like, yeah guess what? We need to take care of them for good. And it's like, yeah. yo, Bobby, chill, man. You you Omega, babe. Yeah, let's all, let's all just be friends. Let's, all, let's, all, let's find another way to make this work. <laughs> and so they're getting in. He's telling them to lift off. They're like, well, you got to get in here. And then out of nowhere, a tiny little Bobby appears. <laughs> and he said, he said, hey, Laura, Talon, I'm here. Don't worry about me. He's I'm just like, tiny. <laughs> I'm just tiny now. I'm an Omega, so if any part of my body is anywhere, I can just regrow myself. Because, sure. Sure, yeah. I guess that's a thing. Because in ice form, it will also care, uh, whatever, I don't care. He said he needed like, more moisture and then he can grow, and I'm like, what he, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, don't, <laughs> it's, 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 it's normal for me to be this small when it's cold. Yeah, like, does that mean you tried this? Like, No, I, that, that was clearly a dick joke. No, 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 I mean like him. He might, he might. Yeah. Anyway, so now we catch back up with Forge and Monet, and they're on this this fucking activated uh, sentinel, not sentinel, uh, celestial head, as you, as you've pointed out, and they're like doing some shit with the gat. Like they seem to have figured out what happened. They're back in their bodies now. Um, yeah, they, sure. They've they've worked out like some equation in which they're gonna get this off thing- screen. <laughs> back i know they did a lot of work off screen and they're just like all right cool let's do it and they hit this thing and they go through a wormhole and i'm assuming they think they're bringing the thing back to normal space our world but who knows where they go uh so jeans jeans back to to scan and bruise uh brain and she's like well okay yeah nothing weird here what happens when you're sleeping though? And she fucking puts him to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> against you know, didn't ask for his consent. No. 
uh, knocks his ass out and then continues to scan his brain, which is where she meets our good friend Nightmare. What Nightmare the fuck? is back. <laughs> Nightmare is back, friends. That's right. In so left field. Four, in issue four of X-Men, we last Halloween issue, Nightmare. I think. Yep. We, it was just some throwaway issue you thought. Nightmare was going to... Jean Grey had this fight with him. She fucking beat him. He ran off with his tail between his legs. He was planning his revenge this whole time. And Ridiculous so he, and amazing. Here he is controlling the brood from inside of of bruised nightmares and giving the the brood nightmares and making them incredibly genocidal um and infecting a, a bunch of of the survivors that are in the X-Men's jet right now they they were sleeper cells in fact right now nightmare has the X-Men and he's about to make them all brood X-Men and this, Gene Gene realizes this and kind of like freaks out. Then we make a very hard cut. <laughs> hard. Then we make like just the left the hardest lefts of lefts. A totally um, different story. A totally different story to. happens. Like... <laughs> uh, and, and so we we're, we're with Sage. She's doing some X Force work. One would think, and she's um. She's reaching out to Emma psychically um, and saying, hey, Emma, I want to give you a heads up. Um, I, I have to alert the council, but a a new mutant has arrived for the first time on the island and they they brought their husband uh, They're and they're here with their legally recognized husband. Yeah. And Emma's having the sparring training with 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 Kat while she or with Kate while she's doing all this. And Emma's like, dude, I'm busy right now. Do you gonna? I I don't have time to throw a welcome party for everybody who's here. And but who should be there? Oh, but Typhoid Mary is there now, and she's yep. already inside the the place that uh, Domino or not Domino Sage is. And who's coming with her? I didn't know this was a thing. Her legally her legal husband Wilson fucking Fisk. So I got you from here. Because I read Daredevil. I'm only like two issues behind. So, um, Wilson Fisk was mayor of New York for a long time. All right. That's where I still am in my Daredevil run. Okay. He did legally marry Typhoid Mary because they fell in love or rekindled their love. Um, he also tried to take over New York with uh, the Purple Man's powers. Okay. And then he made being a superhero in New York illegal and made a task force of bad guys to hunt down superheroes. Arrested a bunch of them, a bunch broke out, fought back, showed everyone that he's using mind control to make sure you vote for him. <laughs> and um, he ran away. And last time we saw him in Daredevil, he was on a boat insinuating he's finally found peace and happiness and doesn't give a shit about Daredevil anymore. And he left on a boat with Typhoid. Well, nope. he's yeah. he cares about mutants now, apparently. Um. He cares about power, and yep, this is this is very much one of my favorite things, especially in Marvel. Marvel does it better than DC. And I'll give them credit for that. Taking villains from other franchises and making them good villains in a different franchise. Yeah, like I know Kingpin is more of a Daredevil villain, but growing up, he was a Spider-Man villain for me. Oh, true. Yeah, because he was used so well in the animated show and a little bit in the comics. And they've done that with a bunch of villains that just work when you realize they work, which yeah. 
totally side note there's a great story with um the flash versus riddler of all people and it just oh, works nice yeah it's from a few years back but um yeah no this is a really this is a it's weird happening in this book when you're focusing on two very different stories and then just chuck a third story at you for fun here's another here's another story for you uh i i'm giving it four x's regardless i liked it it was fun yeah same same like even though the other issue is more focused this was equally fun yeah yeah so i i also give it four x's um all i said all three books just fun just really fun i I know when i pick up the x-men book i'm gonna get a good story like i've never like I'm I'm never not a little I'm always a little bit excited when I when we cover the X-Men, the, the main X-Men books. And I appreciate that even though this was a crossover with um Captain Marvel, you didn't feel like you really missed anything. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of concerned about that when I when I saw that it was a crossover, but uh, no, I, I felt like I missed no beats. I know I, I maybe I want to know what happened with Captain Marvel, sure, but that's fine. I'll catch up on Marvel Unlimited. I guess I, I'm sponsored by them now. <laughs> and then I'm like the anti-sponsor. Physical. Take a physical copy. No, I don't need to go buy a physical copy. I just get it on the thing. I buy <laughs> enough physical copies. <laughs> exactly. Alright, next up we are covering the animated series. We'll be covering I'll tell you in two seconds what episodes because I don't remember the numbers. La la la. We're covering la, episodes la. three and four, whatever it takes, in Red Dawn. Listen, yes, you're right. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, one of us took notes. I have the app on right now. I thought I could just go to it, but the app is stupid. It doesn't let you go right to the episodes when you're on an episode. You have to go like the long way around. Anyway, so. <laughs> you just went the long way around. <laughs> anyway, yes, we're covering those two episodes. Uh, Josh will be covering episode three because of your love of Storm. But there's a second reason I'm asking you to cover it. Because I made the mistake of being high as fuck during this episode. <laughs> I was not. Uh, that I was wish... a big mistake in the second half of this episode. Big mistake. <laughs> um, I'll do my best to cover it. I literally watched it like a couple hours ago at this point. Perfect. But as they do... They cram so fucking much in that so something much. in my brain is like, I don't even remember what I just saw. It's crazy. And also I'll, a little backstory, because now we're getting, I guess the second year was for my age was more of the year I started really watching it. And then I caught the first season by reruns, maybe, because I definitely have more vivid memories of these episodes we started watching since the um, since the Gene Cyclops wedding. So. That's funny because for whatever reason, I have so many more vivid memories of that first season. Yeah, because you're older than me. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like I watched all the seasons. You know what I mean? Like I've seen them all. Maybe you saw more reruns of the first season. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So with this episode, wherever it takes, it was so weird for me as a as a young black man. Now they're going to Africa and I'm like, oh shit, that's cool. And like with the characters we meet, I'm just like, these are cool, weird characters. Now, have we, when we'll get to like the actual character, but have we ever seen uh, Storm's godson before? <laughs> ever? No. no. Like in the it, comics? Like, is he a comic character? No, I don't believe so. I don't recall this person. Uh, if anybody else does, I mean, certainly not any time that this animated show would have been running, I don't think. Yeah. 
Okay, so you kick it off right now with this one, and we'll get so it. so we we start off yeah in 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 Africa like you just said, and there's a, a speedster running across the the plains, and he plays soccer with some of his his friends, and they are both they're like it's a weird thing where they're like kind of like you know they're dressed modern. He's wearing like a Michael Jordan jersey and stuff, but they're also because it's Africa, I guess, living in fucking huts or some shit. I don't. It, it feels... was a take. I will. I'll give it a pass only because, at least, especially growing up, at least they attempt to draw different shades of black people. There's a yeah. lot of animated shows growing up. They did not try, and they were That's... like, "Let's give them really bright red lips and some dark skin and call it a day." And I'm just like, that wasn't cool. Yeah, you're right. They're good on that. That's a very good point. So, so there I, are different I, that... shades in the friend group and their stuff like that, and that was cool. That's where that's where we start off in in the speedster he's playing with his friends but then he sees something in the mountain glowing like a like a portal opening up and yes. out comes the shadow king or like Which I guess is my first exposure to shadow king. I, my, I had to be the first time I ever heard of him. Which I'm just going to skip the fuck ahead then. They don't make that they make it sound like we should have known who the fuck the shadow king was. Yes. That we already saw the fight between him and Xavier. Charles Xavier struggled so hard to get him in the astral plane to begin with. Charles beat him before and got him in the what the fuck? What did I miss? <laughs> I literally went back and looked at all the fucking episodes. We would have I'm like, I don't fucking remember the shadow. <laughs> it fucking yeah. broke my brain. Yeah, that's fair. So anyway, uh yeah, cut to the chase. Uh this kid gets possessed by a shadow king. Uh, Jean Grey is looking for uh, Charles Xavier, so she's connected to Cerebro when she sees a disturbance in Africa at that same time, which is, by the way, just a blinking red light over the It's a red Africa screen. Movie. I have it playing now. It's a red screen and then like a yellow tear, and then it becomes a blinking red light on the other map. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, so anyway, Storm is out of the hospital. Completely forgot she was in the hospital. Uh, she comes walking in. She sees the blinking red dot, which is in a general part of of Africa. It's not even like pinpointed. It's just no, like it's, it's the whole continent of Africa with a fairly large blinking red dot. Yeah. So like not pinpoint. And she comes in and she's like, oh, oh, there's danger. Oh, my son is there. And then we're all like, wait, your son? Yeah. And I thought I forgot. I was like, wait, because for some reason I thought this was going to be her brother i don't know why as a kid i always thought it was her little brother i have no idea why but yeah maybe that's another story to come yeah never has she had a, a child in no so anyway we come to find out that the the boy that has been possessed by uh the shadow king is technically the godson of storm because when yes. storm sought refuge in this in this village that they live in when she was on the run for god knows what um she was like a midwife and like she gave CPR to this kid and he came back to life. Okay. They uh, said it was a baby and I'm like, that's a two year old for yeah. animation. That was a goddamn two year old. Yeah, like, they were like saved my baby. He, and I was like, mm. <laughs> they implied that baby had just been born. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you chose how to draw it and you drew it like a two year old. <laughs> but cause it's a kid's show. They don't fucking know anything. Yeah. Um, and it's probably a lot easier to draw that than like, oh, we'll put this fucking bloody little peanut on the screen. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's why she's the godmother. 
but calls him her son like whatever it was like I, a weird second mother because he brought she brought him back to life and it's like yeah. that's fine. you don't have to go all that anyway the shadow king is here seeking revenge really he's he's come he's come here to to lure storm because he wants storm's powers so that he can control the weather and i guess kill everybody sure. um we're, we're, you know as, as villains do um and so you know she and rogue are here and they're the, here to save the day and storm gets possessed and then uh the godson and, and storm have to get it get the shadow king out of out of him but he he out of storm and he runs into the to the to the astral plane and so the godson is like no we have to finish him off i'm the only one who can see that portal and he runs into the portal and he has a trippy ass adventure. So you had a so trippy ass adventure. So did I. What the fuck? I did not like that. I didn't yeah. think it was gonna happen, and then it did happen. I had a good time laughing for a solid five minutes at stuff with Wolverine. We need to talk about that stuff. Well, I'll get that. I'm, just, I'm focused off. on this one store. Yeah, that's fine. But like, as I'm having a good time laughing at that, we get this weird scene of going through like the TARDIS dimension. Like it was wild. It was crazy shit. Uh, so he fights the Shadow King in there, and, and he chases him away for good, I guess. And he closes it, but he's all right now, and it's all happy ending. They, they yeah, the he King. speed ran in the astral plane faster than the astral spirit of the Shadow King could, and then, <laughs> sorry, then Ro- a storm was like clawing the wall, at, at and Rogue's like, I'll mountain. just punch it. Yeah, the mountain and Rogue's like, I'm just gonna punch it, and then she punches it as a little gateway hole, and they pull her godson in through it, and yeah, that was that was a lot for me. It was, was very intense. So, and so this is a 23 ish minute program, yeah. and so perfect to have a B plot as well, and so <laughs> so we do. Um, and this is Wolverine uh, hunting down his friend Morph, and he he's in. Brazil, I think they're on the, the Nile or, or not the Nile, the, the Amazon. Um, and he, he's like hanging out with this guy. This guy's like, I haven't seen anybody come through. What do you mean he can look like other people? Is he a mutant? It's like, yeah, you guess <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. kind of what he's implying. Uh, and so, you know, Wolverine takes off. He can smell. He's like, no, Morph was here. I can smell him. Wolverine can smell fucking everything. I thought the, the guy riding the boat was going to be Morph. <laughs> No, because Wolverine would have fucking smelled him. Yeah, but in the beginning, I'm like, oh, that's Morph probably. Nah, you got to remember, Wolverine smells ever, and he remembers Morph smell more than anyone's. So before he, I'm going to cut you off because I need to talk about the scene where he finds Morph because I think it's one of the funniest goddamn things I, ever. I, please be my guest. This was ridiculous. This confirms my belief that Wolverine's the dumbest, worst character ever. As an adult watching it, he's a fucking moron he's so, a fucking idiot dude wolverine finds morph at this mutant bar great and morph's like i don't want to go back man what am i gonna do like he's obviously mentally broken and he's like man no matter what i'm here for you i'm gonna take you back and i'm gonna bring you back to the professor and he's like and do what we're gonna play games and hang out that's not what's gonna happen and then he's like or do you want love and turns into gene a very tall gene but turns into gene and then wolverine lets go and goes Gene. Oh no, Gene. And then <laughs> as Gene Morph goes, and I love Cyclops. And he's like, no. And makes the goofiest face I've ever seen animated. He 
he like confused what? by morph who's power he knows morph but like it's not G- what the fuck you idiot does morph also have like a pheromone to confuse you i'm I pretty mean, sure he, he doesn't he can make his hands turn into claws i guess we learn but like <laughs> yeah um but that was one of the dumbest things i've ever seen wolverine do it was impressively stupid insane it and then is. um morph burst through the wall and then wolverine burst through the wall some more <laughs> yeah. but again the whole time proportionately Jean was really big she was very tall she very very morph, tall. Morph put her in some very tall heels yes so you may continue all right so yeah they they end up having a fight in what appears to be like a tunnel <laughs> and uh he turns into a bunch of people from Wolverine's past, like Deadpool and Omega Red, who will just meet mere moments later, and and fucking uh, Maverick, and then he turns into a panther, then he turns into a rhinoceros, <laughs> and he beats the shit out of Wolverine. Like everyone really does, honestly. <laughs> everyone does, and he gets away, right? Like he just yeah, yeah, he just takes away. He smashes into him as a rhino, and then leaves. And Wolverine just like straight up now wants to hunt and kill him because he made fun of his his love life. <laughs> Pretty much. He's like still on the warpath. And then, oh, you thought two stories was enough. <laughs> How about a little bit of a third story? <laughs> Remember, we left Magneto and Xavier in the Savage Land. They got an avalanche on them. Well, they're back. They made it out of that avalanche. And Xavier can walk. And Magneto, they both lost their powers. Uh, I, I don't know why Xavier can walk. They That's don't... a trope for some reason. <laughs> because that powers he can walk. Yeah. Um, don't bother explaining it. Or and so Mr. Sinister, who's somehow watching this, he sends in some some pterodactyl soldiers and yeah. and they chase they chase them. They chase Magneto and, and, and Xavier. And Xavier runs incredibly well for a dude whose legs are probably atrophied to hell. Um, and then it should be like he should be like um I remember seeing the half dead like zombie boy from American Dad who talks like this and like yeah. he has like these deformed like super skinny legs so he shakes when he walks that should have been Xavier more more or less more yeah. or less like he had like unless he's been somehow you know keeping his legs exercised and whatnot but um yeah and so Magneto gets picked up by a pterodactyl Xavier somehow has a boomerang. Yeah, it throws a boomerang at this this guy. He gets knocked off, and then they end up falling down a river. And to be continued. Yes, um, I give that episode three and a half tall jeans. I give it three. Storm's got a son. <laughs> um. So next up, we have an episode, ladies and gentlemen, that's very special to me. Is an episode that I honestly feel encapsulates what this whole show is for me at that age. Now, you know exactly my era of X-Men. If I tell you my favorite villains are Mojo and Sinister and Omega fucking Red. I've mm. always loved the aesthetic and design and this weird violence of Omega Red. So when I saw it was Red Dawn in Omega Red episode, I'm like, I immediately remembered so much of this episode, but also remembered so little. Yeah, I didn't remember fuck all of this. Like the big fight stuff and like the ending, I remember vividly, but some of the smaller stuff, I'm like, wait a minute, what? That was why this plot happened. 
So let's get right into it. First, we start off with the story we ended with in the last episode, where we have uh, Magneto and Xavier now running from a dinosaur. Sure. Sure. And they trick the dinosaur to kind of go above a geyser and it pops in the dinosaur's face and he's knocked out. And Magneto is like, see, I'm valuable too. I can do things. I can do things too. Fuck you. So then we just cut to Russia where sure. shit just, it's going to get crazy. So we have a battle happening in Russia and one of the buildings that gets blown up was encapsulating Omega Red. So now he's free. And I guess you have like a Russian military fringe group. I don't know. Was it this the military? Or was it a fringe group of the military? I don't know, man. I don't know. They never so, made it clear. Yeah, they, 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 they really did not make it clear. Group of they, the government. They wanted to stay out of some hot water. So it's like vaguely Russian military, maybe. They, um, but they wanted to bring, they very much wanted to bring back the Soviet Union. They made that very yes. clear. <laughs> so then Omega Red's free and Dark Star who I always forget is a mutant because she was like in the Russian Avengers. I think they're called the Red Command, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so she was in that book a lot. And like, she's one of those mutant characters that never refers to herself as a mutant. Like Firestar. Yeah, kind of honestly, yeah. And also, what are Dark Star's powers? It seemed like telepathy, but then she flies. I don't know. Who knows? So then we have um, Jubilee meeting up with Colossus, who's in town. He needs some help. He also yeah, yeah. rescued a store owner, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. And, and the anti-mutant people were attacking a random immigrant, basically. Pretty much. And Klaus Pretty isn't going to put up with that shit. No. So she's like, oh my god, what do you need? <laughs> and he's just like, I need like other helpful mutants, not you. And she's like, well, I'm the only one here, so let's go to Russia. It's okay. I'll leave a note. <laughs> Classic teenagers. Classic teenager. I'm just going to leave a note. It's no big deal. Everyone's going to be fine. I'm going to help you. You're a friend, I guess. You're an acquaintance, but now you're my best friend. I mean, they fought Juggernaut together, you know? Yes, they fought Juggernaut together, and then that was it. And then also, another great thing about this episode, it's selling toys. Now we have not just a Blackbird. We have this yellow mini plane that they both, Wolverine and Jubilee, drive. And I was like, yes. You're selling me toys. You're giving me great characters. This is what I want. Yeah. So when they get to Russia, you see that like his whole family home property is destroyed. And we get flashbacks of like what it was like for him growing up there and being a mutant and causing damage and getting blamed for it and why he left in the first place. Which it's like because the Soviets they they got mad if you d- damaged their Soviet owned equipment on their yeah. collective farm is what they were saying. He was yes. This is a a propaganda heavy episode. Yes, is uh it's interesting takes. <laughs> also, at one point they they say that the Soviet Union fell twenty five years ago. That's this show was made in like nineteen ninety three. That's not yeah. But is is the show supposed to be like in the future? So that's what I'm saying. Like I think so. I think it's supposed to be vaguely in the future. Yeah, which will mess up the title for the new show, ninety seven. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. So basically, Omega Red pops up in the government, and he's like, "This is all bullshit. This needs to go back to the old ways. You all suck. This is gonna change now. Like starting right fucking now." In the meantime, when um, Colossus and Jubilee get back to Russia. Jubilee is wearing 
officially my new favorite Jubilee outfit. Even though I just got a new Jubilee figure today from the special three pack, um, I want a figure of this Jubilee outfit. I love it. I love that the middle is like white and pink and then like a top jacket. (laughs) It's like it's it's... a perfect blend of we don't know if it's the 80s or the 90s. So we're just going to say yes to both. And but it's also 25 years since the goddamn Cold War ended in 1993. (laughs) Yes. So then we have Wolverine getting back to the mansion. and He's like, what the fuck happened? Wait, Omega Red? Let me also take that cool new mini plane that's going to be an action figure soon. But first, let me crumple up this note and throw it away. (laughs) It's important (laughs) that you remember that. You remember I got to crumple this shit up. This is terrible now. So... Back in Russia, Ileana, who we know eventually becomes magic, she survived. She was just hiding she in the rubble. Uh, yeah, I don't think she ever becomes magic in the show, right? I don't remember magic in the show. No, I don't think so. But she's just a you know regular girl. But she's just hiding in the rubble and comes out, yeah. and it's like, yay, she's alive. Um, oh, also, the accent used for Colossus is basically if someone hired me to do a Russian accent. For oh, it's awful. It's yeah, fucking it's truly awful. awful. Horrendous. Um and I it became like almost endearing at a certain point because <laughs> just like well that's Colossus baby yeah yeah that's actually that's really fair um so basically the sisters like hey all all our people were taken to the basically the camps essentially were taken to camps yeah yeah it was definitely a take taken to the gulag yes and Colossus is like. Immediately, he's like, fuck that noise. I'm going to ram this whole goddamn building. There's like cyborg men. Sure. With laser guns. Everybody's got laser guns. This is a t- Classic Soviet. Show. Classic yeah. Soviet. Armor right, death troopers with laser fucking guns. Red stars on everything. Red fucking stars <laughs> on everything. <laughs> so at this point, Colossus is causing damage to the bad guys. And then motherfucking Omega Red comes in through the fire like this is why i like this shit he's just badass comes in through the fire he has iliana wrapped around one of his coils drains her energy and then he just starts wrecking shit he whips colossus legs swings him the fuck around he just doesn't give a shit and this is when i have like my nostalgia for x-men like watching fights like this wolverine shows up he's not having it he kind of gets his ass kicked too colossus throws a tank at him like just all this shit that made me feel like i was seven i don't know why just something about it really clicked for me and then we get a little bit of a backstory and as you mentioned before about doing so much in one episode jesus christ so they're like wolverine you know this motherfucker and he's like yeah before you were born i which we'll get to that but um before you were born i already dealt with this shit this guy and they show a flashback of task force x we see maverick and we see a really quick shot of captain america on the screen yes so they're insinuating that they were trying to do the super soldier serum program and then ended up with omega red (laughs) it's because the russians were trying to do it Yeah, yeah yeah um also fun fact i'm sure i'll bring it up again when we get some more cameos i think in later seasons but marvel Fox kids didn't have the rights to any of these characters. No, outside so they of just threw them in there. They, they just, just never said in. their names. Yeah, they just called them like generic things. Like they'll never yeah. call him Captain America, but they might call him U.S. Soldier. Yeah, because we will see him like in season five, I think. And like even before, I think in the first season we had that real quick clip of like Ghost Rider. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they do shit like that. So, and we again, like, we had Maverick, and they basically contained Omega Red. Now, later in the episode, Omega Red says, I was there, I got put in there 25 years ago. <laughs> like, well, that's not before most of them were born. <laughs> like, no, he was Jubilee. talking specifically to Jubilee, yes. Oh, okay. Specifically Jubilee. So the rest of the X-Men are like, well, we have to figure out what to do with this guy while a bunch of tanks come in and start wrecking everything. And like this felt like the equivalent of like an epic battle for me. I want uh, real quick though, like so Storm and Rogue and, and Gambit joined this fight. Yes. And where they came from, I don't know. No, here's their explanation. When they're like, "Oh, you you showed up great," you're like, "Rose, like we would have been here faster if somebody wouldn't have crumpled up the no." Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yes, she basically (laughs) was like, "You threw it on the ground, and we didn't see it until like an hour." (laughs) That's great. See, that's just that made me like that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Uh, so now they're joined in the battle, but again, love this shit because Omega Red just like whips them all and starts draining their energy. It's almost like a, it's almost like a, they're at an impasse when it came to Rogue because that's her powers too. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, and then they're all trying their best to beat Omega Red, including Darkstar, because she's like, this has gone a little extreme. <laughs> she's like, even for me. Yeah, like this is a bit much right now. But really, Omega Red's kicking their ass for most of it. He's got the and eventually number. Storm's like, or Dark Star's like, hey, can you make shit cold? And she's like, yeah, of course. Because you and know, the Russian super soldier's greatest weakness is the cold. cold. <laughs> we all know Russians can't handle cold. Famously. <laughs> it's ironic. So eventually Storm used her powers. And I love this moment. This is a moment I remember as a kid because it's one of those few times in cartoons you see a character about to sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. So like Colossus grabs Omega Red to keep him in one spot, and it's basically like keep going. I don't care if we both die. Like mm-hmm. he needs to be done. And then for some reason, Dark Star psychically picks up Colossus and pulls him towards. And I'm like, wait a minute, is that your fucking power? Who knows? It's whatever okay, it cool. needs to be. Yeah, we'll go with that, I guess. Um, I did like the scene where um Omega Red like just whips. Wolverine against the wall. He actually like, swings him. Yeah, like so a couple of times he gets a wind up. No, Wolverine as an adult watching the show is the worst character. On oh, one hundred. I thought he was the worst character when I was a kid too. I'm going to be honest. Every kid loved him though. I didn't. Like, though. Yeah, <laughs> one. Um. So eventually, uh, Mega Red is now frozen again, and then Darkstar like goes back to the Soviet Union extremists. Yeah, and like says like one. you're done here, and just like yanks them. <laughs> How? No, she just like puts them in a bubble, I think. And then flies off of them. It just vaguely flies off. And just like off to the international jail with you. And then like someone, I forgot who, I think maybe it was Ileana, who's like, brother, you saved the day. And it's like, motherfucker, Storm saved the day. Yes. And and Colossus was like, yes, yes, I did. He did take the credit. He really took the credit. I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't do anything. Storm is the hero. Thank God for Storm once again. Oh, always. And then the whole episode ends with um, basically like, hey, Colossus, come back with us. And he's like, I don't want to be in the show right now, but hey, I'll come visit for a cameo. <laughs> and they're like, sweet. And then Ileana's like, thank God for friends like them. And he's like, yes, thank God for the X-Men. And it's over and it was perfect. Yep. <laughs> 
the one who the one who does the reviewing gets to give this give the rating first uh i give this episode five bad russian accents i give it two (laughs) hundred two hundred two may the soviet empire long live Please give me your gripes. Please give me your history gripes. It was, it was just, it was fucking all. It, it was just too much for me, man. It was just too much for me. And then they're like, just the, the their their whole scheme was to bring back all the countries under the Soviet Union control because they've lost their way. But oh no, it's the freedom they're taking from. It was such fucking propaganda shit, man. I was like, oh man, the Cold War was still so prevalent. Even though, like, it was it was technically over, it was still like Jesus Christ. It was still fresh in the mind. For yeah, probably it, the writers. For frankly, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was just it was pretty shit. The Russian accents were shitty. The story yeah. made little to no fucking sense at it any given fun. moment. I told you this is a theme of the episode. It was fun. I did. I I'm not sure I had a whole lot of fun with it. <laughs> well, you'll have a little more fun in our next few episodes. The next episode seems to be about Alpha Flight, which we definitely talked about our love for Alpha Flight. We so do. maybe we'll get a newfound perspective because I do not remember an episode with Alpha Flight at all. Maybe this is how I ended up with fucking two years maybe. worth of Alpha Flight comics. But then episode six is about Belladonna. Oh, shit. Give me some gambit. Yes. And then I'm really excited for episode seven and eight. It's called Time Fugitive and has Cable and Bishop. Like, Oh, shit. I feel like I remember this. I feel like th- th- we're just going to keep hearing that fucking Western song that they play for Bishop all over <laughs> and over and over again. But no, um, I'm I'm enjoying the rewatch now more than I was in the first season, for sure. I'm still, Animation is better. Animation is way better, for sure. Animation yeah. is way better. Like, they're flexing in a few scenes where I'm like, that's a lot more slick animation. Even for Colossus, it looks way better. Than yeah, the transformation, yeah. Yeah. But right. yes, guys, thank you so much for listening. Next week, I don't know what we're covering next week. Maybe we'll do a bunch of episodes. Maybe we'll get back with Sins of Sinister, depending how far they're into it right now. We'll see. We'll figure it out. It most likely will be a Sins of Sinister thing. Most likely. Because there's a bunch out already, I think. Oh, okay, good. I haven't got my books in a few weeks, honestly. So thank you guys so much for listening. Josh, where can they find you? I'm not sure anymore. Just go to KrakoaRadio.com. <laughs> I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on that that other thing. What about you, man? Uh, equally, I don't know how much that other thing is going to last since, um, everyone can be verified if they pay the right price. I mean, I think it's, I think it's, uh, April 16th. He said something like that. So like, it's, CNN it's already, already said they're not going to pay. I know it's all already, the fun stuff. It's, it's, it's terrible. A, it, it's, it's so much worse than it, it's ever been. Yeah. It's almost like he had no fucking clue what he was doing. Anyway, almost. Um, but if you do want to talk to me on Twitter and find out about X-Men shit, apparently warhammer shit because i'm now into that you can find me at madman 3005 all right cool cool. all right thank you guys so much and don't forget to like subscribe whatever that equivalent is on whatever podcast app you're using do that comment say nice things look us up and go oh my god so sexy you want more all those good things until then guys thank you thank you my friends we'll see you next time